This podcast production is done by Acute Media. Welcome to another episode of Jangana Podcast. Today in conversation, I'm joined with Mike Auma, a construction manager and a tech enthusiast, also part of a crew in Jangana Podcast. My name is Steve Amadi. You can find me on my handle on Twitter. Uh, maybe if Mike, you can introduce yourself before we start on our episode today. Yeah, as you have heard, my name is Michael Auma. I'm a construction project manager. My Twitter handle is Mike Auma. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while since we did a new episode, but also we've been able to keep in touch with you guys. We've been able to to come up with new ways of doing our presentation, and we are starting on a series of conversations. We will be having conversations regularly as we see fit, just about our industry, things, how things are changing, how what is going on, and just to also get to know the speakers and just to have a nice, just to also listen to interesting stories and all that. So welcome to today's conversation with Mike. Mike, how are you? I'm fine. How, how is the corona treating you <laughs> and all these things? <laughs> corona is challenging everyone. I'm not worried because it's affecting everyone worldwide. So, except Tanzania. Yeah, Tanzania. Uh, I don't know what they are thinking, but I think they have a plan. They can't just decide to put back the economy on track without a plan. Yeah, yeah. and disregarding the fact that this Corona is also an issue because you cannot say they might have a plan, but they don't have the facts. Yeah, that could also be true. But another fact is. We are not there. We don't know what's happening. We don't know the nature of the beds in the hospital. But maybe here in Kenya, we can see the cases are many, but mortality rate is very low, meaning people are healing or... Recovering. Yeah, recovering or... The bed, the hospitals are not overwhelmed. So probably that's the case in Tanzania. They are not overwhelmed, so they don't see the need of people suffering. So they just open the economy so that people can go on. And and this and the corona has also it has affected a lot of normal days activities, yeah. including industries, jobs, and all this. Yeah. And in the construction sector, and I think it has really affected a lot of. There is evidence that things are not the way they should be. That's true. Yeah, because uh, I'm running a business, but it's not a construction business. It's a a private security firm and uh, one of the challenges we are facing now is cash flow because part of private security is essential services so we are still offering our services but clients are not paying they are saying their businesses are not doing well so uh, probably okay. they are paying you half yeah. they are saying we'll pay running half. a business and uh, yeah the, co- the problem is now cash flow you are doing the work but the money is not coming so you are straining you are straining, but some are paying, some are paying. So the profits are just last. You're just trying to meet the minimum, the operating cost. And it's also very interesting that you've said that the economy is connected to 
there's no one service that you can stop and assume that other essential services will continue because yeah. i think our economy is intertwined they're interconnected because let's see let's say something like uh, let's say a restaurant services. yeah you start uh, the restaurant you are guarding this client who does a business maybe a hotel a, a restaurant hotel a small hotel so there's no way he's going to get the money to pay your guards because the restaurant people not are working. not coming to to the restaurants yes so and it's people affecting cannot reach the restaurants because the matatus are limited and yes. all these things there's yes. no good transportation Exactly. It goes it so, goes it goes on and yeah, the same way the same applies to see, most of our clients are landlords. Yeah. People are not paying rent as they used to. So clients are also struggling. So because when you pay when you pay your rent as a tenant the landlord does not just keep the, all that money for himself. There are things that he has to cater for. He has to cater for repairs, he has to pay for guards, he has to pay land taxes. Yeah. Yeah. He has to pay for services, and these services that your landlord pays, things like street lights maintenance, water, uh, teachers, and all that because of tax. So when you rent, when you stop paying rent, these other things are not going on, and the economy is not, yeah. not and, working. And even not dwelling much on mm. the corona issue, mm. however much is something that you can really talk about. Maybe if I can ask you, do you think there's light out of this whole thing that has come up as corona? Do you think we'll get out of it different or do you think we'll get out of it worse than we were before? Mm, I like being hopeful. So, I feel there's there's always a way when you are when you are, when you when you feel you're stuck, there's always a way. Like when you go back into history and you see like for instance, let's look at 1980 when they first discovered HIV. They did not know anything about it. And people even wearing masks those days. People are not touching people who have AIDS, who have, who have HIV, because they knew little about the disease. Right now with corona, we cannot say we know much about it. We know little. But as time goes by and the scientists are working, you come to know more and then you'll find out ways of protecting yourself and still running the economy or even finding the cure. But it's a matter of time. It takes time. You, you see even the case of Ebola. To find the vaccine for Ebola took five years. Yeah. And that yeah. is a part for a lot about all these people who have been laid off, jobs have stopped, shops have closed, constructions have ceased going mm-hmm. on. What will happen to yeah. these, these activities and these people? Yeah, of course. The economy will take a hit, that's for sure. And uh, people will be laid off. But the moment you find a cure for the disease, the economy will reopen and there will be jobs for people. Okay. But so during the process, during before then, yeah. it will just be, people will just be struggling. Okay. That's for sure. <laughs> Corona can really dampen our mood. <laughs> so what, what are we doing di- during yeah. these coffee times? For me, uh, for me, I can say during coffee time, I mm. might do a little bit of blogging. I'll read a lot. And also there are a lot of webinars and online courses that are going on. Yes, I see them. And it's a good time also to I think to reflect on a lot of things and mm. come up with better goals and just change divert the path of your yes, It's I, like a time for introspection. Mm-hmm. And something else I noted is that during this coffee time you come to realize there's a lot of things mm-hmm. that you're not doing that you used to do. Mm. 
before the curfews mm. and before corona and you're still the same person so no. life is so interesting <laughs> what i'm saying is that challenges will, will always be there as in this corona is a chi- is a challenge and you've been put on lockdown that's the only way you've been asked stay at home and uh, sanitize and all that now this way you have to dig in deeper as a person to find out what you can do and then you won't just sit in the home and say ah the economy is the, uh, is not working there's no money there's not this is the time you have to be creative and find something to do as being safe and you can decide to improve on yourself read things watch documentaries watch movies uh find something that you can do as in rather than being idle something yes. that will make you feel time is flying yes. <laughs> as you wait for scientists to come with <laughs> to come up with a vaccine or cure yes. wait for a miracle yeah because there's nothing much you can do you just have to taking the Charles Darwin theory of surviving also also something that I came to note that mm. we've been building infrastructure yeah. over time and we've had these goals let's say we had affordable housing mm. we had healthcare mm. but it wasn't very much into construction we had a standard gauge railway we had opening the roads which mm-hmm. which the program annuity program for roads mm-hmm. it was there yeah. so these people who have been tasked to with the responsibility of coming up with goals and these big plans for our country do you think they missed the point and the corona just came and swept them off their feet because we built roads mm-hmm. we built a rail system but you never thought of building anything that could have helped us during these times we never thought of putting water water points in the cities we never thought of building hospitals that had isolation centers we never thought of you see mm. the dynamics of infrastructure now has completely changed yes. and we also were building focused on profit and returns mm. and this is when it is it comes to these times of pandemics it's not mm. about making a profit yeah it's about surviving it's about surviving mm. we did not think of <laughs> infrastructure in terms of surviving we did not mm. have detention centers or yeah. isolation centers now you're you're changing our universities and, and whatever high whatever high schools and <laughs> primary schools into into, into this isolation centers <laughs> we never even thought of infrastructure for yeah. long distance open open learning or what mm. is it called the one yeah, online e learning mm. long horn mm. all those things we no, didn't think that uh, children in in primary school free primary school mm. one day they'll not need that desk mm. they'll need some different dynamics mm. yeah i get your point because i think people tasked with the re- the responsibility of maybe planning the infrastructure of this can country mr mark but i'm not saying that nobody for so corona coming it was not there so they could not plan for it because they did not know it was coming these people planned the infrastructure based on other factors like for example we are building this road to open up this part of the country and to create these profits nobody saw that there's a big disease coming let's build hospitals but then it's a learning point as in you don't know what's coming in the future and uh, something else during planning you only you're saying, to concentrate wait, you're saying on three it's, it's a learning point yeah it's a learning point do do you think when you're at a job you're supposed to learn or you're supposed to do the job 
Both. If I give you a job, you do the job. You are, you're dealing no. with a security for no. yourself. No, let if me you tell you If something. I give you a job to do, to, to give me good security. Of course. If you're learning, you're putting you. my life at no, home. No, learning is, you're always learning. Even if you are, well, I don't know, experienced with how many years, you're always learning something new. That's why somebody will choose someone who has experience over someone who doesn't have. Because we can go through the same course, for example, in the university, we can go through the same course, like let's say construction. Yes. And someone else has been in the market for a long time, or even into an agenda. Someone did not go to university but has been on site. He knows everything about that site based on experience and you, books, theory. So there's that aspect of learning that comes with experience. So for the, for us, the, for us, let's say. Probably if you went to the government, the department that is in charge of planning, let's say Nairobi City, and you told them, let's build a big hospital with this isolation and all that, they'll tell you why. They'll ask you why, because Kenya has never gone through such an experience. Probably Uganda will have it because they had Ebola, and even maybe other countries that uh, have it. Uh, also, the developed nations will have it because they have too much money and they now you start thinking on these things. So... In a country like Kenya, yes. when you've gone through such an experience, if at all we have leaders who, are, who, who, who care about the common one and you care about this country, that's the direction they'll go. They'll make sure health yes. is something that is on top of the agenda yes. every time and build the, the required infrastructure. And while, while corona is hitting us on one end, mm-hmm. flooding is also... Causing a lot of deaths and locust, <laughs> and and locust, <laughs> no, but if, if locusts are still there, <laughs> they're still there and they're causing <laughs> havoc. But yeah. you see, for flooding, mm. it is causing a lot of deaths. I don't know how many, but of yes. I think it was past one hundred. It's even yeah. more than the corona. But it has poor media coverage because everyone is concentrating on corona. Oh, so <laughs> my, my my thought is, how how do we address the flooding issue? Is it something that it's a perennial thing? It it will happen after every maybe yes. a few years. There will always be heavy rains. Yeah, this is why I don't. Uh, this is why I always feel the government is failing. Truth be told, our leaders are corrupt, because areas like areas around Lake Victoria, these islands, including this place called Budelangi, these places are always flooding anytime we have rain. Every time we have rain, you'll hear flooding in Western Kenya. Also, sometimes this is around Tana River. There, there is always flooding, but nothing is always done. Because in Kenya, when something is, when there's a problem, people rush there, they try to solve. When, you, when the problem is gone, nothing goes on. That's it. They've done. You wait for another flood. If our leaders were People who, I mean, floods should not be things that are affecting this country right now. They could have already put up dams or ways of mitigating the floods or evicting those people from those areas. Part of the mitigation is that uh, last week the the president uh, put out five billion shillings for 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 the floods. Mm. This is this will go towards improving the infrastructure around flooded areas. Mm. Already the money is there. 
that we appreciate. Mm. The thing is that we lead will it really will it, it really will it really go yeah. and do the work of the opening drains and yeah. making sure that there is mobility and all these things there is always money set aside for everything but when you go to the ground you don't see anything being done that that's the story you know even when you ask a layman out there they'll tell you things that government say don't happen they rarely happen uh, and then another thing we but are a reactive we are a reactive nation we react when something has already happened instead of being proactive we look at these things and we say uh and we say the a problem will come let's do this way to mitigate this risk we don't do that we wait for it to happen and then we start acting we wait for floods to come and then we set 5 billion so so let's say this 5 billion is already there mm-hmm. now it's time for us as I think citizens will be proactive but mm-hmm. also even if you're proactive mm-hmm. there's no way you can you can go and read the books and see this is where 5 1 billion went to yeah, this, this is where this, this went accountability this also went. is very <laughs> yeah now so, that's it's a, it's a big problem because they will tell you in the media yes. we have set aside 5 billion and then once it has been set aside people forget about it because we we are not in budalang we don't know what's going on in budalang we are in nairobi then we will keep quiet the media will not say anything about it and then that's it we will never know whether it was built whether it was not we can never know until the media goes back there or someone an investigative journalist goes on and see or something a scandal happens and then yeah it's common we hear money being set aside for something uh two years down the line there's a scandal nothing has been done uh people uh, the money has disappeared yes yeah also for the flooding i think also we should look for resilient solutions if we come up by those things even if we talk about it will they offer the solutions but it's solutions. good you know, i think they know these people they have, know they have, they have the knowledge they these know how to fix Every, anyone to fix who has rain. gone anyone who has <laughs> gone through school has done anything to do with engineering knows that there's a way you can control flood and it becomes of benefit to you one way you can build dams you can build a dam or you can build a reservoir for water so that when it rains you see these people are suffering from two extremes of problems this time you have floods then four months down the line you have drought same area you don't have food because there is no water the next time you don't have food because water destroyed the food you do not have a reservoir for water you can these are problems that have been happening over the years it's not something that is new yes. and over those all those years nothing has been done this problem can be solved to be to the advantage of those people you can build that dam to control flooding and also use it for generating electricity or build the dam and use the water for irrigation so that anytime anytime there is flooding the dam is there to protect the people yes. downstream yes. and again it releases the water slowly to be used for irrigation so that is both problems are controlled another another issue that came up also we've done corona we've done flooding this one now is another one demolition yeah, it is why i i find it very hard to understand how somebody can come and demolish several houses without <laughs> other actors being there mm. because maybe you can decide also me as a contractor I'll go and do demolition somewhere but there is a law society Mm. there is a public defendant mm-hmm. the guy who just defends the public i think from all these yes actions then mm-hmm. there is a politician whose role is to 
where were all these people because mm-hmm. Karibangia Ruai in Ruai mm-hmm. there were demolitions mm-hmm. on that land for the sewage mm-hmm. was it necessary and how do we value life what drives our agenda is because yeah. if it's building a sewer and people mm-hmm. already living there mm-hmm. and how urgent was it will mm-hmm. they start building it today and mm-hmm. you have it tomorrow mm-hmm. if we have ex- evacuated people slowly while you're building maybe the the wall around it then it would have made sense yeah. first and foremost i'd like to say demolishing the houses was a wrong idea because right now you are urging people to stay home because of the coronavirus and yet you are here demolishing their houses where do you want these people to go and stay yes, and there was i saw in the news about 100 families had been affected their houses had been demolished number two, yes it could be true the houses have been built on land that belongs to the government to build something else but then how did this go wrong how did they let these people build these houses and stay there some someone saying he has been there he's been staying there for like seven years for all that period he's been staying there and he has never been evicted and the houses have never been demolished and the government had been watching it feels like something just goes wrong it feels like maybe somebody grabbed the land sold it to someone and the people from the lands and also the ministry of land they should know these things you cannot be sold land for the government and the process goes through meaning there's a lot of corruption going on even even if you say the guy was justified you can say it's okay for you to demolish somebody's property mm. but i think there should be a there should be a limit to it like mm-hmm. when when does it come to it's like a country decides to de- to declare war to another country because mm. you say oh you you've refused to do tests for abcd mm. we declare war but mm. i don't think even if you have all the powers to declare war you can just wake up one day and declare there's a there process are procedures. it has to go there through are procedures. you don't just wake up and do this, things this. Yeah. <laughs> so the demolition process mm. is being abused it is However being much, abused it's a small issue it doesn't mm. affect the big person mm. but you can translate it into many things Mm. they're going to war and all these things no, what it i know is the common man is being bullied because most of us we are naive or let me say ignorant we don't know things you go out there you ask someone the process of purchasing a piece of land we don't know we just think we go to those guys they're selling land and we buy that's the number one mistake people make We don't know the procedure for buying land. You don't know the procedure of making sure the land you are being sold is not a road reserve. It's not a reserve for maybe sewerage. We don't know. We just find people and we buy land. And then we continue building and then we go through the process up there and, and even and even uh because of corruption we get away with it. You build your house there and then one day the government wakes up and decides to demolish it. The government also but it's not the government it is rogue these are rogue people these are not government mm. there are people who are supposed who just to decide to control but you see there are people who are bullies they because they have this much they can cross the line yeah but there are institutions mm. that have been formed institutions are there the public defender and, and all mm. these mm. the police all these people are supposed to defend people the people from bullies yes. like this where mm-hmm. were they let's leave the question there another yeah, the last that's... issue the last issue mm. transport mm. corona has caused a lot of pain to the transport sector mm. first 
there's a curfew around Nairobi and a few counties. Mm. No transport. Mm. Second thing, trucks that carry cargo from Mombasa mm. to in, inside East Africa having a problem at the borders. Mm. Because they have to test the drivers or this, the traffic happens, mm. all the cargo gets clogged up on the borders. Now it's an issue. Mm. It's a very big issue. Mm-hmm. So it's either they open the borders, they they put people at more risk for corona, or they do. These are these are problems that would have been solved mm-hmm. if people who are planning to to build us good roads and open borders and all these things would have foreseen this thing. Mm-hmm. But there now we see our, our infrastructure is failing already in December. KQ had reported a loss of over 12 billion. Mm. Now corona has hit. There is no airline moving. Mm. Those guys who are employed in KQ, what what is going on there? Mm. The I transport sector is already. I think it's mm. on its knees. Mm. Right now, transport sector everywhere worldwide is taking a hit because of borders. Even even when we talk about opening borders and all that, Europe. Let's talk about European Union. The European Union opened up its borders, with the exception of UK that left the European Union. When you're in France, you can move freely to Spain, or that without being asked anything at the border. But when the coronavirus started hitting, they actually closed those borders. So it doesn't matter whether you have good roads and all that. It's a matter of a country protecting its people. That's why they close the borders and take precaution of the people going in. So. In my opinion, uh, when it comes to cargo movement and all that, it's just been affected by the disease, not about not to the lack of infrastructure, because it doesn't matter whether we have eight lanes, an eight uh, an eight lane road going to Uganda, and they still corona because they'll still have to stop the trucks and screen the drivers coming in or going out. So for that is the part for the cargo. It is. Yeah. It is not manufactured. There's no better. There's no other yeah. better solution. There okay. The way you put it is, is yes. correct. The way mm. you've put it. Now we need to cushion our industries. Mm. We don't want when you wake up from Corona, we find our transport system has failed. It's yeah. broken. Mm. I think those are solutions <coughs> that they should come out clearly when they are putting it out in the media. Mm. They put out so that we can have a discussion. While it's being, yes. while it's simmering, yeah. while it's being cooked. What I know and is that when, uh, when, when now we they offer the solution to the people, mm. it is something that is workable because right now it's time for cushioning these vital industries. Yes, to make Transport, sure that they do not fail. They don't fail uh, because if they fail, it's another mm-hmm. disaster. Yeah, in the w- making. What I know is this: you've heard of this uh, stim—I don't know—stimulus cash or what? I don't know what they call it. But the government look at it this way: it's like, um, let's say, the government is like an individual. You earn money, you spend, and save. So the government is obligated to save some money for okay. such events. For at a, in other countries, they call it disaster relief or anything, just money set aside just in case something happens, that money is available to kickstart the economy. So any government with someone who is thinking straight and always, they always have that plan 
to put that money aside just in case there is a disaster mm. to kickstart the economy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how 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 well they'll do that here. Okay. Or if they even have the money saved or they stole it. <laughs> <laughs> so in better news coming out during this troublesome few months globally there's also innovation that is coming through from corona corona has made people very innovative mm. and people are offering very you know there's a lady called Catherine Wanjoy I, I saw it on twitter page mm. and she designed an incinerator for to safely dispose used protective equipment on site Mm. which is vital for covid-19 treatment mm. she got funding of 600000 through ra eng news mm. uh, now she can scale up her innovation yeah. there's also ku they made uh, ventilator ventilators mm. bulk boc gases they mm. they also put out some um, mm. some gas cylinders and all this stuff and we applaud these innovations at these dull moments common wananchi anatangaza mask ya kitenge creativity that is that is creativity <laughs> yes. i've seen enough masks uh, but also it has become an opportunity for yeah it's an opportunity that's what i was actually saying because uh, don't just stay in the house just be creative find something you can do it doesn't have to be a big thing but at least you're doing something building yourself when yes. people are different people will have different ideas yes yeah also talking about amazing stuff looking looking very good at the eye but mm. i don't know if thought was put into it but you find this stuff amazing the machakos headquarters for the governor yeah it's a big palace It's I hope the people of Machakos wanted a palace that is beautiful. good it's very beautiful architecture yeah. which would have been broken down to other beautiful architecture that Machakos needed <laughs> but they opted for a big a big palace kudos yeah. there's something called the new urban agenda mm-hmm. it's is already it. it's in the constitution constitution mm-hmm. article 184 which establish urban areas and yeah. i'm sure you are familiar we've had this discussion yeah. municipalities and cities in all counties mm. yeah, maybe i think the vision of the palace is on yeah that's something it's like uh, it's, yeah, i like using this example of a country, of united states of america uh, they used the same they used the same uh, model to make sure every state had a city like they right now probably let's say konza city Kansas mm. City is not just a they created a model that can be can be multiplied can be used elsewhere okay. and create the city and create a city so the way we've divided our country into 47 counties can have 47 cities we can have 47 world class cities because every county has the money has the capability to yeah. do it yes you just have to invite investors and in a good speech about the it will come and you build it or even the county government can just build it slowly by slowly slowly by slowly now let's say a country like us usa it did not have those cities in a in a in a in a, in a short period it took time 
but now we are heading there it will take time yes. but when you have the model there like we we stopped this habit of building amelolongo and ongatarongai because the, we just zone areas we just give land and then we let people start building without any formula that's how we end up having a town like ongatarongai or amelolongo where sewerage is a problem uh something because it was not planned but when we have a model and then we tell people now this is the model uh, i think your problem is that building you build like this and the, even there's the no model that's why people yeah. use the ideas yeah when there's a model yeah. also the government has to step up their game yes. when you create a model no one is going to create the public infrastructure no one is going to create the roads no one is going to put up sewerage yes. no one is going to put up traffic lights So when you create a model the government has a role to play number one, it has to create the infrastructure the physical infrastructure the access make yes. access easy yes. create road create sewerage put electricity and internet right now internet is integral it's an integral part of our business right now yeah. and put internet when these things are there you want to tell me no one will come there to build you has when you hear go to konza you hear there's a good road they've already put up a sewerage system they are traffic they are, they are street lights they anything so just invite investors to come and build they will come and build because look at nairobi right now people are building everywhere people are building everywhere just meaning there's capability of people building but now they can go and build it at konza because nairobi is already congested they just need the, the infrastructure there that is that is that for sure is something that we put we heap everything to government and all these things but yeah you're right the government mm. should have given us a model mm. but now we know better we, we see also what the governments are doing they're building mm. palaces mm. so we can also do our own thing here and <laughs> see how far it goes mm. So and I think this new urban agenda yes. that one is meant to do that but the problem with our country is that we we put a lot of plans and agendas and then we don't implement anything. Yeah, I think we have a very big constitution. Mm-hmm. And imagine how many laws are there. <laughs> Unspoken yeah. laws. Yeah. There are so many laws. Yeah. So that is interesting something mm. interesting also I found is that there was a rocket launch that was to happen SpaceX and mm. NASA mm. it was going to be the safest launch for the astronauts because if anything would have happened to the rockets uh, up there they had a way to exit the rocket mm. before it blew up mm. also it had a lot of renewables coming mm. from SpaceX mm. a lot of solar and all this stuff it was mm. an amazing thing mm. And I think after our recording I think across the week it will launch. Mm. We are doing the recording after it uh, because of the weather failures it didn't launch. Yeah. And these are amazing things that are happening around the world right now during corona. Mm. Another thing is what else do you have like let's talk about that uh, space launch. I think uh, Elon Musk is de- very much determined to make sure there's life in mass <laughs> so people can move in there can move there but anyway the world is developing uh, and people are scientists are looking for they're looking further and yeah, further ways like and that's no, a good thing say, about being a human yeah, being 
you, Maybe, yeah. you, you get challenges. Yeah, and yeah. that is what everyone should feel like. Yeah, right those now. challenges are what are what yeah, brought what, us here today. Yes. Because so, someone may, let's say probably someone in eighteen hundreds was thinking of a of a car that is of a car and someone and people are like, ah, this cannot be now. That could be the the that could be the scenario right now. We are seeing these people launching the space shuttles to go and see to go and and uh, and uh, investigate things in the moon and even Mars and we see like it's it looks impossible but it may look impossible now but let's me say if we are still living uh, 20 in the year 2100 or in the year 3000 probably people will be going there for trips <laughs> that's the amazing thing about being a human being mm. you have the ability to to imagine and create things beyond your imagination yes that's something very interesting for us to it challenges us every day yeah and not so you where you are right now if for whatever reason mm-hmm. just know that you can you, you're better than you are yesterday exactly. you've learned something more than you learned yesterday and mm-hmm. you can use it today to do something very different yes yes any other thing you want to add on me what I do, I like to say is that I'm hoping to see the curve flatten mm. from the corona mm-hmm. I think right now uh, our curve hasn't flattened and mm. things are very there's so much pressure to reopen back the economy and all these things yeah. people to go back to site people to start earning a, a living mm. but also the risk of how how we will be interacting once things happen mm. but with these numbers if it f- we get to a point where we can we see the people who are going to the hospital are not more than the bed capacity mm. and the people who are recovering are more mm. than the people who are getting mm. sick mm. then that's a good that's a good yeah. reason for you to open up things yeah yeah i'm also hoping for things to go back to normal because uh, we cannot stay like this forever even if you talk about saving probably you can save for what Uh, rent your three months, four months, but then after that, what will you do? So I'm just hoping things can go back to normal. Probably if the flat, the curve flattens, the econ- the economy is reopened, we get a way of controlling the new cases, and probably if the if they can get a vaccine sooner, it yes. will be good. And then something else that let's now. Let's not be a country that is lagging behind as in the corona was starting everyone was talking about Africa that it was going to come and kill everyone and kill people <laughs> at a very high rate <laughs> yes, and, yes. Uh, and I'm wondering why it's not doing that yes. <laughs> and yet we do not have the resources we do not have the resources there you are seeing the ratio of the beds and the population is a huge mismatch in fact even developing nations like UK are struggling with the number of the beds they have and the number of people getting sick actually germany was the only country that had a good ratio i don't know for every 29 people there was one bed uh that should be a learning lesson to to us as a country to think about our health systems let's build hospitals at least let's have in every county or in every sub county there's a major hospital yes 
it's not just for for corona but for the well-being of the people yes. because uh, uh Africans don't live long as people from let's say Japan and yes. that's one of the reasons health healthcare yes. people do not have hospitals at their nearby places like you go to not at Usenembali sana you go to Shago someone will tell you wanazatu kwa nyumba as in that's something that should not be happening right now yes. and you see people when you give birth at home and probably you are positive hiv positive your child becomes positive because it's not controlled so yes. such problems should not be affecting people at this century yes. should be this coronavirus pandemic should be a learning point let's invest in our healthcare let's invest in our infrastructure let's invest in things like it so that people can do things when they are they are not they are not they do not have to be at work you do not have to be at work so you, your productivity does not change you can work from home you can work on a weekend you can work when you are on a holiday yes because there's internet connectivity yes and all that well thank you very much mike i didn't think this conversation would would have taken us to this far but i really appreciate and also our listeners mm. we want you to visit www.acutemedia.co.ke where you can find other podcasts there are very nice shows there for you to listen all are cutting across not only in the infrastructure sector as jengana but more interesting content is there and available such as this then also we thank you very much for listening to us Steve and Mike and as we continue with Jengana in conversation we'll have more conversations just to to see how people are doing and to know our industries thank you very much for joining us until next time it's a wrap for me <laughs> <laughs>